Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah. It absolutely is key this week and that the leaders need to step up and where leadership is really needed and where it really comes to the forefront is when you have adversity and challenging times. You don't need a bunch of leadership when everything's going great. And so we absolutely need the leaders to step up this week. My guess is they will respond. That's Kyle Whittingham talking about bouncing back from the loss in a rivalry game. They haven't had to do that in a long time because the last time they lost, it was the season finale. Now they've lost in week two. They've got to bounce back. And they've got San Diego State and Dignity Health, Dignity Health Sports Park in Carson. That's a mouthful. In Carson, California, on the campus of beautiful Cal State Dominguez Hills. With the soccer stadium is what I call it. CBS Sports Network, 5 o'clock. you got a key to watch for in this game. You fans will know they're okay early on if they see... I don't know if they bottle up Bell. Multiple Bells. Yeah, two Bell running backs. Uh, yeah, but if uh, Greg Bell's the lead guy, Greg Bell's the if guy. If he just really comes out and just starts picking up chunks, and you know it's second, third, and short, and they march down the field, that's going to be difficult. Uh, and then also too, Brewer's got to get time because I thought he looked okay when he had time. And it's like, well, you can say that just about anybody, really, when you think about it. I didn't really see him do well. When he had to improvise, and who was it? it was either Dolce or O'Reilly, and both those guys played quarterbacks at the college level, saying, "Well, yeah, I mean, you can throw that statement out about any quarterback out there under the sun." Uh, so I get that, and that's true. Uh, so it, it just basically, what I'm saying is the same thing that Kyle said. The reason why they lost the game last week was the trenches, and then it's coming so right it's back carry, to it. Yeah. Carry over. It's coming right back to it again. I was talking with somebody from. Uh, He's got connections to both programs. And he was saying, can the youths just give BYU credit? I said, uh, you know, it's funny because they face this internal dilemma that they've never faced before. They hate BYU, understand that, but they like Kalani. So they'll credit Kalani, but they won't say anything about the program. So they won't go over that line. <laughs> and I said, yeah, it was just a whole lot easier back in the Bronco days when you just hated everybody. <laughs> can't bring themselves to hate that man, but to hate BYU. That's 100% true. But the best answer for the Utes, if they want to be honest, is BYU is really good again. And so they got you. No, but but it doesn't mean anything's that. wrong with you. That's giving BYU credit. I know it is. But that, isn't that the best answer, though? No. Because then you're still set up to go 10-2 and two or 11-1. That wouldn't happen. Everyone loses a conference game somewhere in the history of the league, but... Well, 11... Oh, 11, they won 11-1? Yeah, I got yeah, you. That okay. means they're 9-0, and and nobody goes 9-0, and but if uh, they're really good, then you can yeah, be really good, Yeah, but then you got to acknowledge they're really good last year, and you built your whole foundation on weak schedule. You mean how many people would have to call me and apologize? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Absolutely, I've got an idea. I sit here and read all these mentions on social media. There are a lot of people hanging on to they haven't played anybody. Yeah, well, that's all we heard all last year. 
blatant I know, but all disrespect those, of Coastal all those Carolina. NFL people traipsing down there doesn't to matter. analyze all those guys. Well, that doesn't matter. That's besides the point. That, so, that is the point. No, those no, NFL no, guys are have, heartless. You can go anywhere have, to see a good football player. You can have NFL players on crappy teams. Yes, you absolutely not, see, do. I don't think they would say that they were crappy, but they weren't 11-1. and one. And they may not have been 11-1. and one. 11 I can and buy them. 8-4, and 7-5. and five. Uh, no, so That's a long way to go. I wouldn't go that far. You want to tell me they were nine and three or ten and two? Sure, that could have happened. But they were really good, and there's a decent chance they're really good again. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah State. You did this in chronological kickoff order, didn't you, Yock? I see how I'm, your brain I'm, works. I'm glad you caught up on. You this. started with the five o'clock game, the Utes, and now it's the Aggies, the five thirty game. Utah State, Mountain West Conference play is here. They're at the Air Force Academy. Both teams are 2-0. But what to make of the Air Force Academy? Yes, they just beat Navy last week, and that's a big game for them, but Navy's in a horrible stretch, and the AD and the coach can't agree on what to do with the offensive coordinator. And they've yeah, lost seven in a row. That's Navy. That had nothing to do with it. I know. So is Air Force... They run the ball, and if they can run the ball effectively, they're going to beat you. That never changes. It's not. I don't need to know what what to make of Air Force. You don't want to know if they beat a good team. What about their defense? They're the same team every year. Concept conceptually, conceptually. And if they can run that. the ball, they're going to be tough to beat because they just eat up massive amounts of clock and put the pressure on you to have production in your limited possessions. I don't know that it ever changes. And then the talent level can change from time to time, uh, but I don't. I think it's going to. They're going to be tough. They're going to be tough to beat, and it'd be a great win. It. We'll have to see at the end of the season, but I could argue to date it would be the best win. Air Force beat Lafayette in the opener, so they're two and zero. Also, Lafayette, oh. huh? Yeah, that's what we always used to say as a kid. Where are you going, Levin Lafayette Street? <laughs> 11 Lafayette Street is where my out of the Patriot League. My mother was raised. My grandmother was raised. Where I spent most of my time as a kid, my grandparents' house. My grandmother, Carmela Pasiello, was raised in the same house that she raised her ten kids. How about that? Odd, but somehow a little slice of Americana. I think it's cool. The immigrants came over, settled. There was a lot of Italians on that show. I wonder how many people in I wonder how many people in Utah, a lot of people are Utah lifers, how many people end up raising their kids in the house they grew up in. Because our next door neighbor did. He grew up in that house. I can think now of he and his wife raised their three kids there. I can think of two that I know personally. In the house of the it. rising sun. <laughs> so you always say Air Force is good when they have a senior quarterback. They got a junior quarterback, Zeke Daniels. He got to play six games last year. And he's played a couple this year, so he's got some experience, but not where he'll be down the road. I mean, usually when you talk senior quarterback, it's you're playing a kid who's probably got, you know, 20, 25 games under his belt. He's got eight. Yeah, last year was screwy. Yep. All right, full play-by-play. Everything starts on the zone tomorrow at 4.30. Scotty will have the pregame show for you then. The game kicks off at 5.30. It is on FS2. You'll have to go searching for that channel. That is the true TV of the college football season, FS2. DJ and PK. 
Hashtag BYU. I think it's just the same mindset that we did going into Utah. Transfers over to this week. We emphasize that we're taking it week by week and one game at a time. And that as long as we do like our small and simple things as the team and individually, I think our sharpness and our focus will be the exact same or even increased for this week's game. I think for us upperclassmen as well, we just echo off of what Kalani says. What Kalani gives us is what we echo off to the team. And from there on, our whole system is working and flowing right. Lorenzo Fauteo right there on the mindset for BYU going into the Arizona State game. Both 2-0. I'll give you the same question, PK. What do the Cougar fans need to see early on to know our team is in good shape in this one? 8-15 on ESPN. Offense. Moving the ball. You want to see first downs. Issues. Offense has not been explosive. It's not been prolific. So I suspect... The defense should be okay there, uh, but what the, the defensive for, defensively for the Devils? They've come in with a lot of hype, tons of hype. But that BYU feels and talking with guys off the side, they feel like they can move the ball on these guys. If they can, they'll have an excellent chance to win by four touchdowns, according to Papa P. <laughs> Papa P. Did say that yesterday. Well. Social media hit us up with it. And he doubled down on it. So if they can move the ball, then I really like their chances. The Sun Devil defense, so many returners. Uh, they lo- they lost their best defensive lineman to uh, tricep, bicep, tear, or something like that. And uh, he's out. And he was their big pass rusher. And they've sort of been weak at that position anyway for a number of years. So... Uh, but the secondary's got all sorts of experience, man. Just tons of it. Uh, but if the Cougars can move the ball, then they got an excellent chance to win. The line is inched up. Arizona State was a two-and-a-half point favorite. It's now three-and-a-half. There's people who like ASU. Put the over-under at 51. That's like a 27-24 game. So if BYU gets to 30, they win. You buy that? Because Vegas would. I can see that. I'm not sure the Sun Devils can score that many. They've struggled to score now. Well, yeah, I can't really count last year. Uh, and it, it, it's it's hard for me to say because yeah, they've, if I don't count last year, they only played four games, I think, and, and they had the first game in like well, three or four weeks without playing. If you only play four yeah. games, there isn't much yeah. last year to count. Right. And so, but then you go back to the year before they struggled to score. Well, the kid was a first year freshman, so the quarterback I'm speaking of, Daniels. What, what would you really expect? I got hit up yesterday. Somebody was, some Utah radio host said that ASU has the worst quarterback room in the nation. So I got bombarded with that. <laughs> they don't understand. I was making a joke of the room. You know, we've been laughing about the room. Right. But they literally they, don't have that many people in the room. Right. I remember you saying that. That was the joke. Right. And it was about the room. And we've been talking about the room has been the big weird to phrase it now for we've been laughing about that for a month but what's the point and go explain all that so the Cougar pregame show will start at 6 o'clock at JCW's in Provo tomorrow Yaki you know anybody who's going to be there uh yeah me go oh, meet Jake yeah, 6 yeah, o'clock get his autograph JCW's in Provo Hans will also be there so. well everybody's got his Lots autograph he's been around Hans is doing five remotes a week people have plenty of chances to I'm, meet Hans I'm aware All right, DJ and PK. That'd be six remotes. Right. Hashtag college football. You guys know me. 
I am where my feet are, okay? So when it's all said and done with, I am focused on the task at hand. I'm not worried about anything where my name is being mentioned. My job right now is to make sure that we're preparing, all right, for this weekend's of, uh, opponent. So if USC reached out to me right now, my answer would be I am preparing for this team to play against the Baltimore Ravens. And that's how I roll. You guys know that. My job is to make sure that we're ready to play a complete sound 60-minute football game where we can come out and win the game. So this is three days of these quotes now. That's Eric Bieniemy, Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator, getting asked about the USC vacancy. Everybody figures they're probably not getting the job and they don't need the distraction, but they don't want to say no, except for Urban. Urban said no. They don't want to say no and shut the door because USC job's real attractive. But nobody really wants to talk about a week two of the season. Well, week three of the college season. You know, your whole personal life can be crumbling, but that's, you know, you can deal with that. But if somebody mentions you for another job, oh no, you have to shut it down. I'm solely focused on the task at hand. You guys know me. That's how I roll. Well, everybody's got life. We come into work every day with baggage. There's stuff going on. <laughs> And so that's not a distraction. Sometimes more, sometimes <laughs> less. So if they have a, it goes every year. It'd be enemy if you want to be interested. I think you're bright enough to be able to do two things, to have casual interest, and maybe have your. And plus, you've got agent or agents. You're they gonna can need to have a conversation. Right, you're gonna need to have a conversation with your agent. I'm interested. This is my number. Yeah, I don't see where it necessarily detracts. Like, that's the cardinal rule. They have it in the coach's office. You know, in baseball, you cannot bet on baseball. That's why Pete Rose is still out of the hall. Because he broke that rule that's stated on the wall of the clubhouse. Well, they must have it in the coach's room. Thou shall not publicly acknowledge entertaining another job while still employed. Like, what's the big deal if he just says, yeah, we'll see what happens. Now, back to who they play, Baltimore this week? Yeah. And you got Mahomes, so your preparation time is a lot easier. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Patrick, throw it to those guys. Travis Kelsey is still open. All right, notable games tomorrow. Number one, Alabama. Number 11, Florida. That's 130 on CBS. They have only played seven times in the regular season since the conference went to 12 teams almost 30 years ago. It's a good rivalry because they've met 10 times in the SEC title game in that span. Only seven in the regular season. SEC widely expect to go to nine conference games, so they'll start playing more conference games about the time everybody else goes to eight conference games in a Big Ten and a Pac-12. And all the arguments they've been making will flip. Look forward to that. Any chance Florida gets that PK? Or we just expect Bama to roll until we see otherwise. Yeah. Because that's what I expect. Bama rolls until we see otherwise. Bizarro note of the weekend, Purdue, their marching band has an enormous drum that's so big it won't fit through the tunnel, so it can't go on the field at Notre Dame. That's because Notre Dame won't let them use the tunnel that it would fit through. Oh, well. It's well, they could get a crane and lift it over. That would be cool. I'd like to see that. I don't know how much insurance that would cost lifting the crane over a crowd. Number 12, Notre Dame, hosting Purdue, 1230 on NBC. Big game in the Pac-12, number 13, UCLA, hosting Fresno State. UCLA got a marquee win, unscathed early in the year, unlike USC and Utah. There's only three teams in the Pac-12 that are undefeated. Right. ASU, 
UCLA, Oregon. That's it. 8.45 on Pac-12 net, so that'll be kicking off uh, 10.45 back east. That'll make a big national impact when it finishes at 2 o'clock in the morning. Weber State hosts James Madison, 6 o'clock. Number 3, James Madison. That one's on KJS 14 if you want to see that. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Jones on a quarterback draw. He's going to keep it. He's into the five. He dives for the end zone. Did he get in? The officials say he was down at the half-inch line. Well, now they're scoring in a touchdown. Heineke back. Throws it right. Intercepted by Bradbury at the 20-yard line. He jumped the route. We said it all game long that Heineke was loose with the football. And James Bradbury, who's had a rough night, Gets a huge interception with 2.16 to go. Warren Hopkins is set. Snaps good. Hold down. Kick. This one is up. And that one <laughs> is good. Yes. Washington wins 30-29. to 29. Thursday night football. Taylor Heineke with a big interception late in the game. But they got the ball back and they threw a big touchdown pass. And then it all ends with Dustin Hopkins getting two chances. Missed the 48-yarder as time ran out. But there was a penalty, so it was an untimed down. They moved it five yards closer, and he nailed the 43-yarder. And Washington gets the win. Taylor Heineke throws for 336 yards, two touchdowns, and the one interception as Washington gets the win. Big game Sunday. Niners are going to the Eagles. Cowboys are going to the Chargers. And the Raiders are playing the Steelers. Those are some of the big games. The Sunday night game is the Chiefs and the Ravens, 620 on NBC. PK, we all want to see the Monday night game, right? That's the big bounce back game for Green Bay. Find out what the heck went on with that. Saints are playing the Panthers, so I guess we'll check out and see if the Saints are really that good, and they're just going to roll. NFL, I can watch them all. Colts are going to make their debut on Hard Knocks later during the regular season. First time Hard Knocks will follow a team during the regular season. So usually they've been doing training camps. HBO is going to have a regular season version coming up. All right, I'm going to watch that. I got HBO free for three months. Sweet. So I'm down to uh, two months and three weeks. Good time to have it with this new thing coming up. My wife said she'd make a note of it. Because what they do is then they leave it on and just start charging you. Yeah. So she said, because she said, well, they they offered it. So I said, yeah. But don't worry. When it comes time, I'll tell them no. Call and shut it off. Because I am not a movie guy. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Blackburn comes set at the belt, brings it home, and a high fly ball, deep left center. The wind will push it to the wall and gone. Salvador Perez, home run number 45. Fernando hammers this one deep down the left field line. It is gone. A home run for Tatis. Just over the 339 marker, a line shot to left field. And the Padres double their lead here in the third inning. Number 39 for Fernando Tatis Jr. Peralta from the belt. He's set. He deals. And it's hit on the ground. And it's through the left side for a base hit. Jones down from third. He scores. Orioles win it 3-2 in 10 innings. And it is a mob scene behind first base. Yankees have been beating up on the Orioles, and they had the lead early, but they blow it. 
Orioles tie it in the ninth, win it in the tenth. Did you see the Red Sox? Did you see that Tanner that was blowing up uh, social media? Tanner Hawk, that slider he threw. Started on the inside corner, ended up out in the left-handed bat, uh, batter's box. That was busy last night, no. That was nasty. Filthy. Short schedule. There weren't a lot of games in the uh, in the major leagues, but that uh, the video of Tanner that was. I think what they say is light schedule. Light schedule. Yeah, as opposed to short. Phillies beat the Cubs seventeen to eight. Bryce Harper went deep. Philly was down seven runs in that game and comes back to uh, to beat the Cubbies. Gave up seven in the third. Scored seven in the fourth. They had a big five run inning after that and got the win. Bees held on to beat the Reno Aces 13-10 in their series opener. Same two teams tonight, 7-30. Steve Clark will be on the air on the zone at 7-20. And Shohei Otani, arm soreness, probably done pitching for the year. He's 9-2. He's got a 3-3-6 ERA. But he probably won't pitch again. DJ PK. Hashtag RSL. RSL hosting Seattle, 7.30 tomorrow night, Rio Tinto Stadium. Everton will be back after getting suspended. Aaron Herrera has been out sick, but not COVID. See how he's feeling, see if he is back. And after that win, expect him to stick with a 3-5-2 for a third consecutive game. So what do you do in that situation? Do you just monitor the football scores on your phone? Yeah, and, uh, and DVR games. Yeah, home and roll through them. Yeah, but that's later. You're not gonna wait. No, I'll know when I I'll know when I'm in my car. Yeah. Do you look? Come on, not during the game. I won't. Oh. I'm, I'm trying to identify guys, so I can't be looking down at my phone. Yeah, but how about when the coaches take like a 20 second timeout? <laughs> they don't really take timeouts. Timeouts okay. don't really exist. So at halftime, commercial you won't breaks in the post game show, I'll be looking. Yeah. You won't even. Well, and I'll know time? and I'll know before the game too. I mean, the game's starting at five. We're not on the air till seven. Oh, that's it'll be it'll probably there's TVs in the press box it'll probably be on up there so I'll probably see some of it early I'll have the game's DVR 7.30 tomorrow night for RSL and the Sounders what is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing there's no job too big or too small get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing call them at 801-295-1690 that's Shamrock Plumbing DJ and PK is 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. We're joined now by Rod from Lenright. Lenright Mortgage joining us all morning long. And Rod, you can save people money. Yes, we can definitely do that. We're excited to be with you guys this morning. And uh, yeah, talk a little bit, especially about our Freedom Loan, which is uh, a particular product that allows people to get an interest rate that's at least as good and oftentimes better than what you get from a bank or credit union, usually a quarter percent lower if you're looking at the same closing costs, apple to apple. Uh, this morning just priced out, comparing the largest credit union in the state uh, at 2.875%, we can get a 2.625% and $1,400 lower in closing costs. So, so yeah. That's the kind of savings we're talking about. So you've also got some rates in the ones? That seems unbelievably low. 
Yeah, so on our 10 to 15 year terms, uh, we've got rates as low as 1.75%. So if you're looking to pay that mortgage off a few years sooner, uh, reduce the interest you're paying, uh, one of those terms in the 10 to 15 year range will get you a rate in as low as 1.75%. So how do people get a hold of you to get more information? What's the best way to contact you? Our phone number, easy to remember, it's 801-APPROVE, or you can find us on the web at lendrightmortgage.com. Lendright Mortgage, find them at lendrightmortgage.com. Thanks, Rod. Thank you.